This podcast is on what are decrees and declarations. And the second part will be making decrees and declarations, especially for our nation and explaining how we can make up our own uh, according to the word of God and being led by the Holy Spirit. So who can make decrees and declarations? And we're told that the ecclesia or ecclesia, whatever word you prefer using, it means called out or called from or out of. The ek meaning from or out of and the ecclesia meaning call because the members were called forth by the trumpet, the herald summoning them to the public assembly at a particular location. That's the Greek sort of root of it. And the ecclesia was responsible for declaring war, making military strategy, electing military leaders and other officials. And they were the primary governmental body that issued laws for the whole of the Greek nation. And the support for this in the New Testament, where it's meaning a governmental assembly of believers, we're talking about here the issue laws and decrees we can find in Acts 19 verses 32, 39 and 41, where it can sometimes be translated assembly, but it's meaning the same thing. So ecclesia in the New Testament is an assembly of believers in Christ that has governmental authority that has been called out from by the Lord Jesus Christ himself to make declarations of laws and issue decrees based upon the revealed word of God and through the power and leading of the Holy Spirit. And there are keys of the kingdom of God, and that's another podcast in and of itself. But these keys are primarily held and used through speech, through our our mouths. Just like we use physical keys to access our homes, our cars, by taking those keys in our hands and putting them into some form of a lock. Well, spiritual keys are used in a a similar way, but they're primarily used not by hands, but by our mouths, by what we speak. The words we speak are very powerful. So kingdom keys turn and spiritual doors are unlocked. And so we as the ecclesia, ecclesia, make declarations and prophetic decrees. And we see things established and it brings God's will 
on earth as it is in heaven. As children of the living God, we have graciously been given authority in Christ. It's not of ourselves. It's in Christ. It's his authority. He's delegated to us. And upon that authority, we issue declarations and we speak forth decrees that can bring restoration, transformation and change situations both personally and also within our nation, within our town, our city. So how though do we go about doing this? What are the rules? Are there any rules? Well, first of all, a few definitions might be helpful because we need to establish what a decree and a declaration means and then we need to understand what is meant by issuing them and what is the difference between declarations and decrees and also prayers, petitions, prayers. Is there a difference So, according to the dictionary, to declare God's word is to make known or acknowledge the truth of what God has already revealed in his word. So, such a declaration being issued does not make it truth or create a new reality, a declaration acknowledges and makes known what already is reality, according to God's will and God's word. So a declaration does not create something or bring into existence that which it declares other than the awareness and alignment of someone's comprehension of it. In essence, what I mean is a word about what already exists, the truth about what that is, that is a declaration. So to declare and proclaim God's word is to make known the truth about what God's already said, which is the truth. So the practice of like declaring or making a declaration of the truth, and I don't mean to uh, labour the point here, but there is a difference between declarations and decrees. So making a declaration of the truth of what exists is supported in scripture. Uh, the prophet Isaiah um quotes, you know, the, the, the scripture quotes Isaiah where, you know, the Lord said, let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. That's in Isaiah 42 verse 12. And again in Isaiah, he says in Isaiah 66 verse 19, and they will declare my glory among the nations. So to declare the glory of God is to make known what already is and to proclaim the reality of it. So 
The Psalms are great for this. They're full of declarations concerning the truth of who God is, what God has done, what he's doing and what he will do. For instance, Psalm 9 verse 11 says, Declare among the peoples his deeds. And then Psalm 19 verse 1 states, The heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse is declaring the work of his hands. So when a declaration is directed towards God, it becomes an aspect of prayer in the the general sense because it is speaking to God. And the last statement of the Lord's Prayer is not a prayer request, but a declaration. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory. And that's in Matthew 6, verse 13. So the first part and most of the prayer of the church recorded in Acts 4, 24 to 28, in response to persecution began with declarations and it's then after the declarations are made that the requests are prayer in the the strictest sense is offered in verses 29 to 30. So declarations do not create something about God or a new reality but declarations acknowledge and proclaim the truth about who God is and what he has done. And Christians can make declarations in order to make known these truths. And this can be spoken to God as a part of prayer in the general sense, to people as an aspect of worship, or witness, and to the spiritual realm. So Christians can, in effect, clear, establish, and align the spiritual atmosphere of a particular place and environment by making declarations concerning the truth of who God is, what Christ has done who Christ now is and what he will do, as well as who we are in Christ. Or Christians can declare to the satanic spirits the truth about who and what we are as Christians in Christ and Christ's victory and dominion over Satan and his kingdom. They know that and we can declare it. And then they realise we know that and that terrifies the kingdom of darkness. A Christian who knows not only who they are in Christ, their new identity, but how to use their authority in Christ. Because sadly, too many Christians don't get that. They don't understand who they are in Christ. I know I harp on about this a lot, but it's the basis for so much of the Christian 
life, if we don't fully understand or get our new identity, who we are truly in Christ, it's a work of grace, it's a gift from God, the righteousness of God in Christ. It's nothing to do with our works, our good behaviour. It's the grace of God and he has bestowed this upon us when we become born again, when we become sons and daughters of the living God. He adopts us into his family and he gives us all these benefits, which of course we don't deserve them, but it's the grace of God. And when we accept that grace and we come to give our life, our heart to the Lord when we're born again and the Holy Spirit comes into us, seals us, fills us, then we are new creations in Christ and we have authority in Christ to issue decrees and declarations and we can do that on earth and we can also make them into the spiritual realm and take authority over the kingdom of darkness. So, to just recap, in making declarations, we're not creating something new or bringing into existence a new reality. We're bringing a shift and a realignment And we can aim that at the spiritual realm, the dark side, I mean, kingdom of darkness, or on earth. And we do that with the truth of God's word, as it's revealed in his word. And while as Christians we have this delegated authority in Christ... The source of authority of such declarations is clearly not in the person in us making the declaration, but in God himself, who's given and revealed his word to us in the scriptures. Okay, so hopefully that's clear about making declarations. So what about making a decree? Is there any difference? Yes, there is. Decrees and declarations are different. First of all, let's talk about prayer. Our petitions, our prayers, they're different, again, from decrees and declarations. So what, what is prayer? Well, prayer is like making our requests known to God. Prayers are directed towards God. As he is the authority to cause the prayer to be answered. So then our petitions and prayers are really just a humble acknowledgement of our dependency upon Almighty God, our Father. And so 
We also understand that a declaration, we've just said, acknowledges and makes known what is already a reality from God's word. So, what is a decree? Well, a decree is directed not towards God, like prayer and petitions. A decree is directed towards a particular situation or circumstance or set of circumstances. So, this is absolutely incredible when it comes to decreeing the truth of this is so awesome because when you meditate upon this fact that I'm about to give you especially if you don't realize this truth um, when you come to Christ once you get the revelation of this you will never forget it because it is so awesome And it is that Almighty God, our Father, maker of heaven and earth, has bestowed upon each of his children in Christ authority. Authority in Christ to make decrees, legal and lawful decrees, spiritually enforceable decrees, a day-old Christian follower of Jesus Christ can do this and they they need to realise who they are in Christ when they come to Jesus and it's so awesome when we get this, when we actually, the penny drops if you like, a decree is based upon our authority that God has given us, a decree, it's actually a royal command So the starting point for making any type of decree, prophetic decree, is to recognise that you're a son or a daughter of the King of all kings, Almighty God. And that's essential in order to make a faith-filled decree. It's essential to know who you are and whose you are. So it tells us in Colossians 1, in verses 10 to 16, if you read all of that, it's amazing. But focusing in on verse 13, it it explains what God has done for each of us. And it says here, Verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness. That's a kingdom. There's kingdom, two kingdoms, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God's dear son. Two kingdoms. Before we come to Christ, by default, we are all in under the control of, under the influence of the kingdom of darkness ruled by Satan, his principalities, powers, Ephesians talk about. So until we are born again of the Spirit of God and we come to Christ, we live day and night 
in that kingdom of darkness. Not a good place to be. So when the Lord saves us and we are born again in Christ, verse 13 explains what God does for us. It says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us. That's like moved us from one place to another instantly. Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Obviously, that's Jesus Christ. So that is absolutely awesome. So we are now operating in the kingdom of Almighty God, our Father. And it's a kingdom because he's a king. He is a king. And we need to act upon this now. We need to understand that we are now operating in our Father's kingdom, under his authority, and he's given us power because of Jesus Christ, nothing to do with us, it's the grace of God. So we need to act upon this now in faith because that's the currency of the kingdom of God. It operates by faith and so, while the power to answer prayer in terms of our petitions and requests made directly to God lies with God himself, a decree is different. In what way? Well, a decree can cause a situation to change when it's decreed by a believer in Christ in faith. Because we're remembering a decree is a legal and lawful, enforceable edict. And it's not a declaration, it's enforceable in the kingdom and so it has spiritual power behind it. It's not just a set of words that we just speak out and go home and forget about it. We need to be in that moment. When we are decreeing something, we really want to see it come to pass, as we're seeing it, with our spiritual eyes. Because while a declaration is an affirmation of truth that already exists, like, I am a new creation, that's a declaration. I am the righteousness of God in Christ, that's a declaration. These are personal declarations which we can do every day it builds us up in our inner man and we can also do them for our nation our town our city and it changes uh, the atmosphere and so a decree 
in faith is very powerful because we're not waiting on God's response to our request. It's not a prayer because he has already revealed to us in his word what we have already been given in terms of authority in Christ, his blessing to decree just as he does. Let there be light, and there was light. God decreed creation. And so we're made in his image and likeness. And God decreed things and they were established. And Job 22 verse 28 says, You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So it's like from a human earthly standpoint, let's look at it that way. The English word decree, it comes from the Latin decretum, meaning something decided. And the word discernere, meaning to decide. So from a earthly standpoint, say like in one of our courts of law, a decree is an official decision. And it's issued by a legal authority, like a court of law, a sovereign head of state, or some governmental body. And because of that, the decision has what's called the force of law behind it so that the thing that's been decided when it's then made known it can be issued as an order by someone in authority or a command if you like and it's the same in the kingdom of God as you speak aloud your decree your prophetic decree in faith then resources from within the kingdom of God are released and earthly circumstances start to come into alignment with God's will. We need to have faith-filled words and begin to see in the spiritual realm. We can ask the Lord to reveal to us what's going on as we decree and declare we're not doing it into thin air we're not doing it into nothingness our words are powerful proverbs 18:21 tells us i mean it's extreme it says death and life are in the power of the tongue What's the power of the tongue? The spoken word. So what comes out of our mouth is creative. And if there's faith with it, then it's extremely powerful because Almighty God has 
delegated us the authority on earth as ambassadors for Jesus Christ. And that we know comes into operation when we're sharing the gospel with people and we're trying to introduce them to the Lord or we're sowing seeds. Then when we're doing that, we understand that at those times we are representing Jesus. We are ambassadors for Christ on earth. But when it comes to, for example, our nation, like so many other nations at the moment, our nation is in a mess. And it's because the kingdom of darkness is running amok. And they are getting away with far too much because Christians don't know who they are in Christ and don't know how to speak legal decrees in the spirit, in faith, to affect the spiritual realm and cause God's will to be established on earth as it is in heaven. So the Lord has given us this authority. Why? So we just think that's lovely and sit with it and do nothing with it. Absolutely not. We are supposed to and expected to use the giftings, the calling, and obviously these come in time when we're just brand new, born again believers. You know, the Lord gives us grace and and we, we grow like a human baby. We grow. and But as we grow, we're supposed to mature. And mature believers are most definitely called to use the authority they have in Christ on earth to make decrees against the kingdom of darkness, to decree God's will done on earth in our nations, not the enemies, not the Luciferians, God's will on earth. And we have authority to do that by using our words to make decrees that are legal in the spiritual realm. They're legal in the courts of heaven. Almighty God recognises these are legal declarations that we are making, legal decrees. And when we declare things, it's what God has already said in his word. And we are just reinforcing, reaffirming that. And we can do that for our nation and personally. And this is really talking more about the nation, this podcast. So we can make declarations of what God wants to see in Scotland, in our nation. And then we can make decrees that many times are prophetic and we can use the word of God, be led by the Holy Spirit, and we can decree a thing according to God's will 
and it shall be established. God's word says that. And so how do we know it will be established? Because God says that he is not a man that he can lie. And he says that he watches over his word. Why does he do that? He tells us to perform it. So is that a word that's just in our mind? In our thoughts? No. No. We have to open our mouths. Whether we're, if we're in a group, that's extremely powerful. One puts a thousand to flight to ten thousand. God's multiplication is not the same as earthly multiplication. If we're on our own, we can still do it. We still have authority. I'm sitting here right now in my house on my own. I still have authority to make decrees. And that can be personal. That can be over the nation, over my area I live in, my neighbourhood. We can influence where we live. We can influence our towns, our cities and our nations by opening our mouth, by realising who we are in Christ, the authority we've been given by the maker of heaven and earth, almighty God himself, our Father. Our Father. Let that sink in. Our Father has given us this authority, a legal right, as the ecclesia, the ecclesia on earth, a legal right. And in the courts of heaven, that is recognised, that is honoured. When we do that in faith, and obviously faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, It's good to speak the word of God aloud as we read the Bible on our own in our private uh, time with the Lord. We can read God's word aloud. We hear it ourselves. When we hear God's word, our faith increases. The more we hear God's word, the more our faith increases. And as things are based on the currency of faith, it's very important to have faith. If we even have faith the size of a mustard seed, Jesus said we can speak to the mountain, command it to get up and jump into the sea. I mean, that is some statement. And that is based on us having faith like a mustard seed, the tiniest of seeds. So we don't need to have giant faith. We just need to have faith. And this is not an original saying of mine. We need to have faith in God, who is like gigantic. I mean, the power of God. We just need to have faith in God. And so as we do all this, we can see things change. And yes, we have all heard people who say, that's name it, claim it, not interested in that, that's not scriptural, that's witchcraft, that's, you know, and and you do hear people saying that. 
And it's sad because they have taken a little bit of the truth. People um, not really knowing who they are in Christ and they're saying things are not based on God's word. And so, you know, um, if someone hears that, then yeah, it doesn't sound very good. It's usually always for quite selfish reasons. But it does not mean that decrees and declarations are not true. We don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, which happens too often. Um, I've seen over the years the prophetic, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the moving of the Holy Spirit, thwarted, tied up, and in the end up, stopped even moving and manifesting, which is very, very sad because that is the power of God. So we don't want to do that. And yes, people may have said stupid daft things in the past, thinking it's a decree and a declaration and it's like a a wish or something, you know, people who are not saved, you know, make a wish or throw pennies in a well uh, fortune, cookies, you name it. No, 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 no. We're not interested in that. That, if it ever works, they're tapping into the kingdom of darkness. God's kingdom does not operate like that. He tells us plainly how his kingdom operates. It's really simple. In Christ, that's how it operates. That's how we operate. We have the blessing. Jesus did all the work. <laughs> he took everything upon himself for us and if he hadn't well we know where we'd be it would just be hopeless for all of us but the grace of God has given us this authority on earth it's real it's from God's own hand and the kingdom of God the courts of heaven acknowledge it and someone else who knows it's true is Satan himself the kingdom of darkness knows this is true. And it's probably one of the reasons why topics like this tend to just not be talked about a lot. They get missed. People don't realise what they are. And the enemy loves that. I mean, God tells us, my people perish for lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge of the word of God, the things of God, the things of the spirit. So we don't need to be ignorant. We can study to show ourselves approved. We can study God's word. And that doesn't necessarily mean going to Bible college full time. It can. It can mean that. And that is wonderful. But not everyone is able to do that. And so wherever God's placed us and, and the call in our life and where he's put us, we can still read our Bible. We can still do that. And God will reveal himself to us when we do that. And that pleases him. I mean, our father's heart is so pleased when we do that, when we seek his face, when we want to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, then that pleases the Lord. And so does faith. 
having faith, even like a mustard seed, especially when we're first born again. Maybe that's all we have. But that is enough to move a mountain into the sea. So what we need to do is realise who we are, what we have, the authority we've been given and start making decrees that will change our nation, but also change our own life. If we've got things going on in our own lives that are defeating us, oppressing us, causing us anxiety, uh, causing us stress, pain, lots of problems, we can go to the Lord, first of all, find out, is this from you, Lord? Sometimes the Lord wants to refine us and he uses certain things. He doesn't instigate them, but he uses certain things to make us more into the image of his son, Jesus. That is true. But if we go to the Lord and it's nothing to do with God refining us and it's just the enemy, then we can decree things in our own life. We can decree things like concerning our finances. We can decree things regarding God's favour on us. We just need to read our Bible and know what God says about things and then just receive it and speak it out because it it's not about name it, claim it. It's about speaking forth the word of God, which is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And from that position, our words, our words have power. And they're obviously, as I say, based on God's will. And so we need to read the Bible to know what that is. They're based on God's will, but we decree for good things to happen, for the kingdom of God to come on earth as it is in heaven, the kingdom of God to come in Scotland as it is in heaven. And we will see situations and atmospheres and spiritual darkness in situations change and lift and we'll be so blessed when we do it and it'll build our faith as we see these things come to pass. So in the next podcast, I'm going to just be going straight into making declarations and decrees from the booklet Bill produced and I'll add some more at the end too. And these are examples and you can use them and you can decree the same things and, and or you can put them on and listen to them and get them into your spirit. All those things are good. So that'll be in the next podcast. But um, I hope this was interesting. Hope you found it worthwhile. And it's just such an important topic um and god is so awesome (laughs) what he's done for us in christ so awesome it just blows my mind every day it's so incredible and that's after 
quite a few decades. It's like it never wanes. It just gets even more astonishing to me as each day passes. So God bless you and speak to you in the next podcast.